We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. You know, it's your boy AC1 here with Dre. As always, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Uh, I just want to say this, bro. I was really proud of myself the other day. Uh, I think it was Saturday. Wait, no, Friday. It was Friday. You know what I'm saying? I cut my own hair, bro. Did the well, not a full haircut, but like lined up and taper. And this has been something that I wanted to do since I was literally like a junior in high school. Cause I've always felt like it was a waste to pay like $25, $30 for just a lineup and a taper. So yeah, man, I'm just you know, and it came out, it didn't come out bad. You feel me? Like, feel me, that's the tape. I mean, <laughs> you feel me? It didn't come out bad though, right? I mean, it's not terrible. It's not the worst I've seen. Nigga, but, like, if you just look at it yeah, straight not, up. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I can't tell. Yeah. No, like, yeah. nah, but, yeah, I just, you feel me? But one thing, actually, how have you been first? But I, I do want to talk about something that I forgot to mention when you asked me earlier. But I do want to talk about something once you get done telling me how you've been. You know, uh, I've been – Chilling really. I wanted to go see Nope yesterday. Oh, is that shit good? My coworker said it was like pretty decent. I mean, I kind of fell asleep because not not because it was bad, just because I was tired. Um, I don't know, but like, see, I don't want to give it a full rating because like I was sleeping parts of it, but to me, like, it didn't really like. I don't know. I like get out better. And yeah, better that's, too. that's so. what my coworker said too. She was like, it was decent, but her, his other ones were a lot better. Like the no, I mean the the uh, get out and like Annie or whatever. I just didn't understand like what was like the point of the. Yeah, that's why. Like maybe it's something that it's one of those movies you gotta watch. You know, multiple times. <laughs> But uh, other than that, you know, I've been just working and stuff. I was so irritated because I was supposed to post a vlog yesterday and it didn't go up. But like it was freaking pro like uploading onto YouTube for uh, I started uploading it at like nine. I think it was like 10, 45, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. It didn't finish uploading until this morning at like 9 a.m. So I was like, it might have been like 12 actually. So I was like, man, 
I mean, it, it's ultimately my fault because, like, I took, like, longer than I needed to to start um, editing this vlog, the one that's going up today. It's about to go up in an hour. Uh, just because, like, I was being lazy and stuff. And I actually edited pretty much the whole thing in, like, just the night. Like, I woke up at, like, 3 a.m. on, like, Sunday yeah, and I was ending a little bit on Saturday, but I forgot I had to do something, so I wasn't at the crib. But um, then I woke up at like three a.m., edited the whole video, and it was like pretty good. I was like, all right, cool, and yeah, just never uploaded. But yeah, so it was my fault. But I actually also realized I was like, you know, like. I can get a decently good video done in like not that long if I just sit down and like really do it. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. It kind of made me realize something, but at the same time, it was like some annoying shit. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Kind of. Not fully. I don't fully understand what you're trying to say, but I feel you. Because it's like, I mean, like, because one, I wanted, because I've been on the schedule of, like, I wanted, I want to post every Sunday and Thursday. So that's why I was irritating. But, like, and, and like, I could have made all these excuses up of, like, well, I kind of did at the beginning of, like, uh, you know, um, this why I didn't go up, yeah, yeah, I ain't have enough time, whatever. That's how people favorite excuse to use I don't got the time and shit um but you know I when I woke up that uh morning it was like 3 a.m or whatever and I just like started editing and I finished the video the like sunlight was starting to come in and stuff and I realized I was like man like I can do a lot more than I give myself credit for. I feel like that's like true with a lot of people. Like, I feel like they sell themselves short a lot. And I don't know for what reasons, maybe like they just never had somebody to believe in them or they never believe in themselves or whatever. But yeah, like when I finished it, I just realized I was like, dang, like, that's why I like, I was annoyed, but it was like a good thing because one, I was annoyed that I was in the predicament to where I didn't post the vlog yesterday. And two, I was annoyed that like, like for a long time, I had it in my head. I was like, I can only post one video a week because I only have enough content for a video a week or uh, I can only edit a video a week because I only got enough time or whatever. But then, like, I realized, like, that's all, like, really excuse. And people build their lives around these excuses. And I don't know. That's why I was, like, yeah, kind of irritating to realize. Yeah. Bro, it's kind of crazy because, like, <clears throat> what I was going to say or what I wanted to say earlier kind of related to that. But just to add on to that real quick, like, bro, I hella feel you because – I'll be looking back because like now I'll be trying to really make sure that I don't spend a whole lot of time doing shit that's not productive in any way. 
like, especially during the day, like at night, I usually like chill, but while the sun is out and the sun's out to like 8.30 over here. So like while the sun's out, like I'm trying to do what I got to do. But I mean, so like when I look back at like how I was like a few months ago or like a, a whole bunch of months ago and I'm like, damn, I was really just wasting time doing I don't know what because like there's so much, like, I felt like I was saying like that I didn't have enough time or whatever, but like there's so much time in the day to do the shit that you got to do. And it usually like, usually when you're about to do something, when you, when you have something to do, the worst part is like before you do it and then you start doing it and you start thinking about doing it and then you're done when you're like, oh, that shit was, that shit was way easier, way quicker than I thought. So I've been really trying to pay attention now to how my mind approaches things. And this is like leading into what I was going to say. So like how my mind approaches things because I feel like my mind can make something much more miserable than it has to be. Like yeah. my one, I have a, a teacher or a professor or whatever. And he said he was working at this job in Italy where he was literally just coding. Well, he's from Ghana first, but he's from Africa. Got an opportunity to work in Italy to code and he was like, he was making hella money. He was just comfortable, just coding all day. And he just like started to question life's meaning. Like, you feel me? Like on some, he just had too much free time and was like, fuck it. He went back to Ghana, try to start some projects. That shit completely failed. Then he went to America or came here. And now he's a teacher and works at Chick-fil-A. And he's like, he's like every day, like it's so humbling because he has like two masters. Nigga had a good ass job in Italy. But he's like, it's so humbling just coming back here and like having to work that hard at Chick-fil-A and all this extra shit. So he's like, right now he's at a stage where he's just trying to like make everything positive, like just be the most positive person in like a shitty situation. And I was like, that's crazy because your mind can, your mind literally like dictates how you're going to do something. Like whether it's miserable or not is how you look at it. Like people was probably laughing and giggling and shit while doing labor, like real ass labor. But that's just how they chose to look at it rather than looking at it as eight hours of labor. Yeah, like think of slavery. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, it, the way we think of it right now is terrible. But like, and, and to an extent, like during that time, I mean, of course, during that time, it was terrible. But like... <laughs> I, I think I'm going to say this and, like, people are going to, like, take it the wrong way. But, but I, I get people. what you're saying, though. And because, nah, like, nah, like, like, I, like, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, back then, like, people got through slavery not thinking that their life, their whole reality, their life was, you know, a living hell. And that's, like, what we perceive it as, like, right now that, it was like hell 100% of the time, 1000% of the time. And like, you gotta think of like the music that originated during slavery and like the waves it created for us nowadays. Like neither uh -huh. spirituals is like everything damn near you hear today. And it's like, yeah, people, you hear the pain and, and you hear the shit that they're going to, but like people in those positions, like, they're not looking at their lives and like being miserable. They're not miserable. They're trying to make the best out of a 
you know, terrible situation. And if you think of like people in like the hood and shit, like, you know, we rap about fucked up shit. We do fucked up shit. We live fucked up lives, but we're not necessarily miserable. Or if we are, it's not a miserable feeling where, you know, actively feeling every single day as our as the main feeling. It's something that we kind of got to put to the back of our head just to survive. Yeah. 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 And, and I think like even now today, a lot of times we think that we're like in hell or whatever, or like we just feel like we're in a very, very negative spot. But even if that's true, like I feel like it's good to look at the things that you can appreciate just so you can find the positivity in, in, in life. No, that's facts. Cause like it can literally always get worse. You can think your situation not get worse. Like if you was a homeless nigga, right? On the streets, you can think like, man, it can't get no worse than this. Next thing you know, you get kidnapped, you get hunted, or it just a- fucking start raining. Oh yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> but I'm saying like, all right, then it start raining, then it's like now it definitely can't get worse. It start lightning and thunder, yeah. <laughs> struck by lightning, and you survive. Now you like, damn, it definitely can't get worse. Then you get kidnapped and taken to a private island and hunted alive by, by freaking elites. And then in those moments <laughs> when you're running away from those elites and like you're in the forest, you just got a coconut, it's your first drink in three days. And as you're drinking <laughs> that coconut water, you're going to realize, wow, you know, I, I'm so grateful for this moment right now. And you're going to remember the times when you were sleeping under that bridge. And a nigga threw you a, a happy nap. Think of that time and be like, wow, like I was, I had so much and I didn't even realize it. You won't think of the newspapers you had to sleep with and be like, I had so right. and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> Because now you're being hunted alive by elites. And the only good thing you got is this coconut, you know. So I say all that to say this. Your situation could always get worse. You should always strive to find the positive things, you know. That was an extreme version, but, you know. No, that was a good good example. Yeah, I didn't know where you're going with it, but you you went to the place where you had to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was good. So, uh, as you know, talking about the street, you know, surviving on the street, Sesame Street, bro. You heard that they're racist? Nah, how? Uh, I didn't really watch Sesame Street to be honest. I don't even know the characters. I know Elmo and uh Her- Big Bird. Yeah, Big Bird. Isn't his name Herbert though? Nah. It's Big Bird. That's his actual name. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know uh Count Dracula. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> that nigga uh, really used to count and his name is Count Dracula. That's cool. Yeah. But um <laughs> nah, not the actual show, but like uh-huh. there was a parade <clears throat> in Philadelphia uh, a couple weeks ago. Might have been like last week or something 
and uh, th uh there was a video that went viral on tiktok and that's one thing i'll say about good tiktok they like since it's designed in such a way where like it's easy for shit to go viral like yeah a lot of time like stupid shit goes viral but also like a good amount of time like good shit goes viral that people need to see that wouldn't be talked about had it not been on tiktok and um basically there's this black lady, and i don't even like be on tiktok you know i'm just saying like for you know the culture of the app but th there was this lady i don't know if the lady recording was black or not but i think she was um the Sesame Street characters, they were in the parade high-fiving the kids. So it was like four white kids high-fived all the white kids. And as soon as it come up to a black kid, it turned away and leave. And like, and, and then like, it's another video, like a bunch of videos come out after that. It's videos, they high-fiving the white kids, skip right over the black kid, high-five the next white kid, and just doing the white kids on purpose. And uh, there was this one video, it was high-fiving all the white kids and then uh, slapped a the, slapped the black kid <laughs> and walked off. Yeah, so they, they're facing a lot of backlash right now. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. It's just slapping? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a hard slap, but I mean, still, it was like a, like a disrespectful one, like a slow one. <laughs> like, you want to uh... high-five? hey did you see that princess and the frog thing and they had the black i don't know the black princess's name or they know they had this princess thing like decoration but they, and they had like multiple disney princesses on it and it spelled the word princess and on the end they had the princess and the frog <laughs> girl do you think that was like purposeful bro i just think you can't as, as woke as Disney is, there's no way they looked at that shit and nobody thought, hey, you know what I'm saying? You do have- It's like, maybe they was just trying to put the black girl in the middle. Was that in the middle? Is princess perfectly centered of, in the word, is the end? No, there isn't a middle. I see. S are, there's four. I mean, it's kind of- But no, that's not the middle. Be. That's- but that's not the middle middle. That's too risky for it not to be directly in the middle. You feel me? And then what, even if it's in the middle, that's like- I mean, there's no middle. That's the th thing though. It's like- a Exactly. Easy. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, I don't think that's like, what do you think about this Sesame shit? Street shit? <laughs> Cause like, I apparently there's like lawsuits and stuff going around and I hate like, after like shit come, like this comes out, like there's always like, oh, um, you know, an uh, article comes out or, or the company comes out and say, you know, we apologize, you know, um, our bad. And it's like, damn, like, and it's, I don't even know what more to expect, but at the same time, I'm just like, y'all were doing this and got caught if y'all didn't get caught or it didn't go viral on, cause it's not like people probably, it's not like this is the first time somebody has probably seen this and have complained about it, whether it be to Sesame Street or to whoever. whoever. And I'm like, y'all only care cause like, like pe other people care, you know? And 
uh, I was watching this uh, Donald Glover, you know, Childish Gambino interview earlier. And he, he low-key, like, him, he a go. But um, he was, like, during slavery, or not slavery, during the Civil War, like, history likes to paint it, like, most people are either hardcore racist or hardcore less free of slaves. Like, he was, like, majority of the people was probably just, like, at the crib just seeing like how this was going to play out like they didn't necessarily hate black people but they didn't really necessarily care enough to like go out there and be like you know let's not let them be slaves. like it was it was like one of those type of things and he said he was like it's that same type of situation right now where um i think he was saying in like reference of black lives matter or something and then he said this in 2014. It's kind of crazy how it's still kind of relevant. But he was like, it's that same situation right now where, like, most of the people, um, for instance, in politics, most of the people that you hear in the media and shit, the hardcore liberals or the hardcore Republicans, it's, like, so few of them. But most people in the real world, we're just, like, kind of, sitting back looking how this is going to play out because okay. most people don't want to be on the wrong side they don't want to be wrong and especially in the internet age you can't afford to be wrong without harsh repercussions in the future you see people getting fired from tweets from like five ten years ago imagine like that's crazy so my, now people don't want to say their honest truth say what they really want to do because or how they really feel because they don't they fear how people are going to perceive it and if it's not a part of the popular opinion and honestly people that say stuff just so they want to be on the right side of history as in the history right now um that's more dangerous than people not saying stuff at all and i think back to our first pods and stuff and like how our perspectives have changed so much um, since then, I remember in a pod um, after that, we were talking and you said, you were like, yo, yeah, my perspective has changed a lot since our first couple of pods. Does that mean I was wrong? No, but I can see how, you know, uh, things could be different. Or you said something along those lines. And, and like, I thought that was like really powerful because I was like, people expect people to be perfect you know like we made those quote-unquote mistakes which I, you know I'll, i won't even really own them as mistakes i'll own them as the person i was with the information i had available at this time and how i felt in the best version of myself i was trying to be so you know like people might look at a clip from our first pod and be like these guys are fucking assholes or demons or whatever. And it's bro, like, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and it's like, bro, like, I'm still trying to find my way, you know, just in life in general. And, you know, I just feel like that's a beautiful thing. And I feel like this kind of uh, is a great segue into something I know you wanted to talk about. Oh, wait, wait, my bad. Hold on. Damn. Hold on, yeah. 
So before we get into what I have to say in the next segment, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But on this commercial break, I'm going to go ahead and pose this question to you, to you guys, so you guys can think about it before we hop back on. Do you think it's more important to be smart slash successful in your current society or to be not, not woke, but be more of a philosopher and more of a thinker of like how all of society and how old traditions were and take all that into account as far as like intelligence. And we'll be right back. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to our sponsors, MDH TV. Make sure you check them out on YouTube at MDH TV. Make sure you check them out on Spotify at MDH TV. And make sure you check them out on Instagram as Bonner Day Hippies. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, so to what you said, you know, I've been I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle recently. And first of all, this nigga's funny as fuck. Like I was never really a, a I'm still not a fan of stand-up, but like I like his stand-up. It's it's pretty funny. And but what he touches on a lot is like how, well, recently is like how people would judge you off things that you did so long ago. And I think that's very important because I'll be listening to like some music from like 19 from like the 1990s or the 2000s and like people would be saying like the f words or they'll just be saying like stuff about like homeless like the lgbtq plus community and i'm like if they ever wanted to cancel these niggas like they probably could just because of what they said in that climate when things were totally different so i always fear like now when you know when, when we're multi-millionaires and people start coming after us they gonna have a lot of shit to grab they gonna have a, 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 a an array of shit to present to people yeah to present to the cancel culture jury and i just want to say what we said back then what it, no i ain't even gonna say that whatever we say from here on and from back then is it's all what we think is good and what we think was the right way at the time it's like we never try to lead anybody in any wrong direction. Neither ourselves. At that time, we just like time. Yeah, that's the that's thing. We're trying we to. We're still trying to figure out the world world for ourselves. Like we're young and we're learning, so you know, like we just telling y'all shit as we're like thinking of it most of the time, or after we've thought about it for a little bit. But you know, we not perfect we all humans so like in that regard but you know I, I think like honestly that that's what like makes us like so important because this is something I realized like before we even started doing um the podcast and doing like before I even started doing YouTube for real and stuff. And I realized this because of basketball and my dad would always tell me like with, uh, with social media and stuff and how they would like scouts would go and look at your old social media posts and like not offer you because of that. So always because of that, I've been conscientious of it, but you know, I just like decided to like not care when we started doing this MDA stuff. I was like, I, I really want to just be myself and try and do something as myself. And um, that's why, like, I really 
you know, I look at Tyler, the creator, and, and Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, as like two two role models, like mentor type of people. Like when I think of like people I could like um feasibly one day like being like that type of person, I think of like Tyler Creator and uh what's one call it childish Gambino. Just because like when I think of Kanye and Jay-Z, I think of them as like icons. And you know, like I don't ever want to say I could touch an icon, but I look at like childish Gambino as like a regular person that just like makes great music and tries to do, do what he wants. Same thing with Tyler. And you know, like they've from the beginning, they've always had this mindset of like, I'm gonna create what I want to create, and I'm not gonna let anyone try and stop me. And I'm not gonna, and most importantly, I'm not gonna bend knee to any ideology that I don't feel like I support. And you see, that's why Tyler throughout his career, he's never progressed, he never really came to a a wall, even though he's always kind of, or not really now, but in the beginning of his career, he was always saying some stuff that nowadays, if they went back and got any of his tweets or just played any of his songs, like he would have been anybody else. If it wasn't Tyler, he would have been canceled off of the face of the earth or they would have been canceled off the face of the earth. But since he's already created his persona off of not adhering by these societal rules that people place on themselves, that's how he's able to survive. If you look at Kevin Hart, he lost his Grammys hosting deal because of old um, homo, I think they were like gay jokes. See, I was about to fucking neuter myself and say homophobic, but old gay jokes um, from like an old special he had. And like they wanted him to apologize for it. It might have been the ESPYs he was gonna host, one of those award shows. He was like, "No, I'm not gonna apologize for it because that's how I felt at that time. And if we need, if we start going back and, you know, trying to depict art and and neuter art, then that's gonna um, make artists not want to express themselves to the fullest. So he ended up not getting it. But I think in the long run, that stance he took is going to be way more powerful than any you know award show he would have done yeah and i think this is a perfect you know right into conversation i was just gonna say that shit god damn it i i don't know which is is more important personally like i think it's honestly up to the person and like who you are because either way you know, we need both of them. We need the person who is going to be the Drake of today. And we need the person who's going to be, you know, Kendrick, who people are still going to listen to his albums 200 years from now and be like, this dude was on to something. And and that's when, when you first texted me about that, the question, I first thought of it in terms of music. I thought like, um, Kendrick, I, I watch a, like a lot of music documentaries and interviews now. And um, and one of them, Kendrick, he was like, he said, you know, I don't try and make hits. You know, I don't try and make music for today. 
um because they were talking about to pimp a butterfly it was one that just came out and people asked them like it had just came out and they was like people are already saying this is a classic classic um how do you feel about that and Kendrick was like um I don't really like that because I feel like it's too early for you guys to already be saying this is a classic when that word starts being thrown around it loses its meaning I want um y'all to live with this and shit and he was basically like, if I wanted to make hits, this is why I bring that story up. Um, if I wanted to make hits, I would be the best-selling artist right now. I'd have 100 songs on the radio, but I want to make music that lives on forever. And that's more important to me as an artist. And it's not to uh, doubt or it's not to knock anybody that's doing that, but that's just the path that I've chose for myself. And I thought about it, I was like, See, like, people look at Drake and say he's the GOAT, right? Which, of our time, he is for music, for rap, for hip-hop. He the GOAT. But in 200 years, are people still going to be talking about Drake the same way they talking about these other artists? And, like, I mean, we don't know. We're not going to be in the future. But because Drake, like, applies himself more to current-day, modern-day styles, like, he hinders himself from being able to explore the possibilities of where music can go forever. Like, if you think of Yeezus, people hated that shit when it came out. Or even Cherry Bomb, people hated that shit when it came out. But now people are starting to, like, make whole genres off of that type of sound. And it's only been, like, five, ten, uh, ten years at most, not even ten years. So imagine what that's going to do in 50. And it's like... Yeah, Drake has the formula to make a hit down perfectly. And this is not the knock Drake. I'm not trying to Hey, he's going to diss the fuck out of you. I'm not. No, I'm not saying this to knock Drake at all. I'm saying this because, like, he's the GOAT of our generation. Like, bro, if if you're coming into to the rap, if you're coming into the rap industry to be a rapper, everybody want to be like Drake in their lane just what however style they got everybody want to be like drake drake's the goat undeniably like you know how much like this nigga make hits this nigga sell records without without question without doubt like he damn near has no bad songs that or no bad songs people know people know like jay-z bad songs people know kanye bad songs like Drake, like, damn near every song you hear of that is, like, in some way, shape, or form, like, at least at the time it was dropped, fire as fuck. So I'm not trying to diss Drake at all. Like, I'm just using him because, like, he's the, you know, thing to compare to in, in our day and age. Like, and maybe that, that, that'll be what's so beautiful about this conversation because in 50 years from now, will it be the same thing? Will it still be like I'm comparing Drake and I'm like, you know, comparing them to artists as a great or will it seem like I'm punching down on Drake because his music hasn't lived on like Kendrick's might might or like Tyler's might, you know, I feel like Kanye. I don't know. Um, I, I know we, we got to get back to what we was talking about, but and but maybe you can answer this like, but I feel like Kanye like with his music at least the music he's making now like with Donda 
I feel that like that was with Donda and the life of Pablo, but um, Donda specifically, I feel like that was his most mainstream albums he's ever made. And like, he's trying to like, trying to make music to appeal to the masses again, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but he's not really no longer trying to make music to break those cracks and explore music and what it I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think he's still, because he's making Christian music now. Like, he can't be making music for the masses if he's not cussing. I mean, that's still for the masses in a sense to me. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not yeah, even still, necessarily, I'm not saying as far as the content of the music, like what he's rapping about, what words he's using. I'm talking about the music, like the sound, the sonic cool, like feeling of, of the music and the words, how the words flow on it, like. I feel like he's not really trying to explore new, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad I thing. I don't know about that. I feel like Tyler, every time you hear some new Tyler shit, he's exploring some new shit. Bro, I feel like, hold on, hold on. I feel like that production on Donda was fucking, that's, you're not going to hear that nowhere else. I'm not saying, and look, this is the thing. I'm not saying that it was bad or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no, no. I mean, no. I mean, it's different. Like, I think that's pioneerish. What, like the production? Oh, the production? Yeah. I feel like that was like Kanye's level of what Drake already does. I, I, and like, no, no, nah, nah, like Kanye said this. Like after he he dropped uh, my beautiful twisted dark fantasy, he was like. Um, I showed y'all I could make perfection already. I did that with um my beautiful twisted art fantasy. Um, this was like around the time he was dropping uses. Now I'm breaking into the cracks. I want to see how far I can push music. And that's when he was like down that path. I'm just saying, I think that path that ended, and I think now he's trying to compete for that crown again with Drake, because you you remember. Every time, like, Kanye has these moments where he's, like, going head-to-head with album release, he's, like, trying to compete with uh, whoever's at the top of their game. So that was with Graduation and 50, CLB and Donda. Uh, I think he did it with – he might have done it with Yeezus and uh, Magna Carta. But – I'm saying, like, he's not really on that pioneers type tip he was anymore of, like, he's trying to, like, or maybe he is. Maybe I'm not seeing it. Maybe, like, maybe I need to re-listen to Donda. But from what what I heard, because he brung, like, I even saw like the features he had. It was like all mainstream, like that's even artists. the pioneers too, because he brings these niggas on a gospel album. Like he leading the so way. Do you think from, Donda was a gospel album? I mean, it could be. Like it's it's still like it's still like Christian rap, so to say. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 all right. Okay. Tonight. That shit. But you know, he actually got that from Prince. Oh, for real? Yeah. Ah. Uh. But yeah to, but okay back to back to the question yeah, yeah. yeah back back to the question. question uh my 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 stance on it is I, I don't know either but like you said i think 
I think it's very important to realize that we need both for like balance, but I'm just not sure which one is like the better route because it's like, you can be as philosophical and, you know what I'm saying, smart as you want, but if you can't make money or you can't whatever, it's going to be a hard life probably. Like yeah. we, and we, we know people who are really smart, but they just can't figure it out. Like they can't figure out how to get money. So they, they're just really smart people who don't have like a voice and can't really do the same things as someone who may be fucking an idiot, but they have the algorithm figured out or, or they're just lucky. Like some people are just lucky and they just got that shit and they could, you know what I'm saying? Make it in like any society probably just with their. Is that luck though? Huh? Is that luck? I mean, I, I, I mean, I yeah. Luck. Yeah. I think it is. How if if you can make it in any society, you're not getting lucky. You're doing something right. Well, no, not like that specific being, but like those just those type of people. Like you just have some people who are just they're good looking. They know how to speak to people. They know how to manipulate people. It's just they just you know what I'm saying. They just got it. But but that's what again I'm saying. Like I wouldn't even say like they lucky because you also have like good looking people who can't talk to nobody or like good speaking people who ugly as fuck. So like nobody. Yeah, but I feel like that's, that's like a difference of personalities, which again is like not something you could really control. I mean, you can control it to an extent, but you know what I'm saying? That's just the top layer. Like if a person's shy, then a person is shy. They could try to be outgoing, but when the pressure really hits, they're going to be shy. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, I feel it. Um, but nah, nah, honestly, because like I feel like you're not anything. Like I feel like everything you are is like kind of pushed onto you because, like, as a kid, you you like everything you are is like an imitation. Like humans are like the greatest imitation creatures. And we just kind of forget because we do it for so long. So like that just becomes a part of our personality. But you you know the phrase, nothing new is under the sun. Like everything's been done before. And, you know, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, am I really being original or like, am I picking up on like some wave that was a wave millions of years ago or thousands of years ago or whatever? Like, you know, sometimes I wonder like how original is this idea or this thought I have like this like I think I like that that a lot with my rhymes and why well, I want to start dropping soon so I'm like damn I have these raps and um I think they're really powerful but like am I foolish in thinking that I'm special and I made these raps and you know, I got all the time in the world to put them out and that stamp is always going to be, that power stamp's always going to stay with it or should I, or like, is there a time constriction, you know? And I feel like that goes in with the question of, you know, is it better to be great right now or, you know, great over a, a long time? or um, philosophically great over a long time? Or maybe I'm thinking of the question differently. Maybe yours is different. Yeah, but... I'm thinking of it like, 
do you think it's more important to figure like okay for example a person like a person who's so-called wise or whatever smart would be like i don't want to use tiktok it's too distracting blah blah like it's just some bullshit it's a stupid app with stupid people on. no well they're not gonna say all that but then you have people like who are millionaires off of tiktok who are doing it that way like which like so not necessarily for now but just like is it smarter to not be foolish but to go in the way of society instead of trying to you know like fulfill like old tradition or whatever just just like try to stay logical yeah i get what you're saying all right all right i want to talk about what i was talking about next but um to that, I re- I well, I still got the same answer. Like, I think it's really up to you and the type of person you want to be. But personally, personally, I think that it's better to be wise because, and like philosophically wise, because if you look at society today, everybody's being controlled. People aren't thinking for themselves. So like, those same people who are millionaires off of TikTok are the same people who, you know, are okay with bu- the bullshit, who lets the media steer the direction they think, whether it's political, whether it's whatever. So I think a wise person will always be thinking for themselves. And that's like the most important thing in life, just for pure means of survival. But, you know, if we're talking about as far as just like comfortability of living, then the one who can go with the crowd and manipulate it the best is is the the one you would want to choose because they they can thrive into any society they just won't be thinking for themselves and like it's kind of that red pill blue pill thing you got to kind of choose which which pill you want to swallow which life you want to lead and you know there's no wrong answer that's the biggest thing. Like, you can be whoever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. You can know whatever you want to know. It's all up to you. But personally, I think like the greatest of them all is the undercover ones, the ones who live um, on, the ones who have taken the red pill, but live within in the blue pill society and operate within that society um not in a snaky way as you know or or maybe kind of in a snaky way as like they're taking advantage of the knowledge they have and um you know profiting off of that but not necessarily and they're trying to harm others way and you know um just real quick before i forget um that that statement I just said, it made me think of this. Like, you know how snakes are like kind of in a lot of religions, they're regarded as like the, the creature of evil and shit. But I just thought about it. I was like, I feel like capitalism itself and like this, what this world has been built off of with money. And and like I don't want people to like think I'm like some like Marxist or whatever. Cause like, I think capitalism, like, I don't know what would be better. Cause I don't know anything other than this, uh, but I don't think this is like, I don't think it's terrible. Like <laughs> I think it could be better, but like, I think it's the best that we could can do with our situation right now. 
But um, anyways, I feel like capitalism, capitalism, it breeds uh, snakes, like snaky people. Because <clears throat> when I think of like, for instance, if I get something on the low, like let's say it's usually $20 everywhere else, but I get it for six. And uh, I'm like, you want it too. And I, so I get two, I get it for six. Um, and I sell it to you for 20. I would feel like I'm being a snake, even though that's capitalism. Like that's literally society we live in. I would feel like I'm kind of being a snake, even if I sold it to you for $12. Because like, even if I just got mine for free and like, you still got a discount, like one of those, like, well, everybody's winning. I sold it to you for cheaper than you would have got it. And uh, fucking, I got mine for cheaper or for free. And like, even in that sense, I feel like that mindset wasn't breeded until like capitalism really was. Cause I'm like, that's a snaky mindset in my opinion too. Like, it's kind of that if somebody, um did a favor for you like let's say you're staying at a nice hotel a five-star hotel and it's usually a five thousand dollars a night but they say you know what we're going to give it to you for two nights um two nights four hundred dollars total you know on us huge discount but the two nights they gave it to you just like uh the plumbing's fucked up the, there's no lights and shit they didn't do the uh they didn't do the room service so it's like a fucking terrible room a room nobody will stay in and it's like they still expect you to pay that 400 and they tell you yo we were you know helping you out bro like we were giving you a deal because it's usually five thousand i feel like that's like what that situation is it's like kind of like a back it's like a, a backwards compliment um that that type of energy but um you know that that didn't have anything to do with what we we're talking about that was just a thought i had of uh capitalism like breed snakes but um the reason i bring that up is because like in religions like people they make snakes seem like the bad guy right but like is it really the bad guy like a snake is like what it has to do. And that's why I'm saying capitalism is not necessarily the bad thing. It's just like what you gotta do. I mean, I, I'm not even necessarily saying it is what you gotta do. I'm just like it's a thing that exists in society. Yeah. In in the world. It, it, <clears throat> I think about that a lot because I feel like well, I'm not gonna say this. I've just been I, I did some research on like power in the, the like the science not the science of power but like just what people have found from studying power like I said the the prince book but also um I watched this it's like it was like a video on the 48 laws of power and they're not like righteous things you feel me like they're not things that are morally correct but they're just things that you know what I'm saying? That happened, that people do. And it's very confusing at times because you feel like we know that life is not fair and opportunities are not fair. Like it's not who you know. I mean, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Like we know these things. So it really makes you have to think about 
do I have to do like, should I, is it, is it more important to just be smart or to be manipulative in a way to be, you know, uh, not mischievous because mischievous is like, like really negative. Like, is it more important to be righteous or survive? Yeah. Or yeah. And thrive. Like, and be like likable, I guess. Or whatever, and it, it's like a it's a hard question, but I feel like it's it just like you said regarding the well the other question that we had, it, you really it, there's two there's both people and you need both for in order for society to run. You know, like as you were saying that, like a, a thought came to my head, um, and it was one we brought up on on the pod before. It's like, are we living in a hell planet? Because think about it, bro. Like, I was just thinking about um, the snakes, for instance, like capitalism. If, like, literally, and I'm not saying, like, I know capitalism is just a form of society we've chosen, and that's not the rule of the universe and life here on Earth. So I can't say we are living on a hell planet because of this. But you know, a lot of people, they, they look at, like, the world as it is and, like, not a, as what it could be. So that's, like, what reality is for them. So, like, when you think about it, are we living on a hell planet? If you're literally, like, the only way for you to succeed is to accept this mischievous bad side, like, or be just the righteous, wise person that does the right thing and gets shitted on, their entire life like maybe like this is just like purgatory to see where we deserve to end up in the next life or bro, you, like i really don't know but i was i went to this uh this planetarium and like a planetarium is like it's like this you like sit in this like room but it's it's like a dome and they play like this they play like space shit like universe shit on the dome. So, but it's like a 360 view, but it's like, it's plants in there or like planets, planets and shit like stars. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, um, so yeah, I went there, bro. And they were talking about how like the universe came to be. And I'm like, <laughs> it just, it honestly just shocked the fuck out of me. Cause like, we're really here. Like, 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 it just don't even make sense on how we're here. Like, this shit literally started from, like, the same way hundreds of millions of other places have started, yet we're right here. Like, it's it's crazy. Uh, I get exactly what you're saying. And, like... And then, but, wait, hold on. But the reason why I say that is because sometimes I'll also be like, bro, that can't be real. There's no way that shit happened. We have to just be in a simulation because that just seems more realistic. At this point, yeah, low key. Like, like if that shit sounds like some magic, like the story, like if y'all actually like <laughs> know like the story of history and like, because most people like most people don't even like know the vice president, let alone like how fucking humans came to be. So like, most people are literally so caught up in like their own lives and yeah. living in their own world that they don't know like anything for not to say like they're stupid they just have never like 
had the desire to like really find out stuff because like Mike Tyson will say something right like an interesting fact or something and like somebody like he said one on the um Joe Rogan uh podcast and why somebody I was talking about me at the time like he said an interesting fact and like me I was like what the fuck is he talking about like that's probably some conspiracy shit he read and you know Joe Rogan he like be and everything and like he brings like how it was true or like where it was true like the way he said it was like was like in every instance or in all these instances but like it was actually like true in like a part of the world or whatever but like it was still true and I was just like see like people like Mike Tyson who's like arguably one of the greatest fighters or the the greatest fighter to ever exist arguably um he'll say an interesting fact and like people won't believe it because they'll be like how could he know shit because he he just can box he's only supposed to be able to fight when it's like he probably just googled that shit just like how joe rogan googled it and fact checked him and like just learned it and i'll just say that to say like it's not that hard to learn things. Yeah. People just are so caught up and not wanting to learn shit. So it's like, you know, like, bro, I, I feel you. I feel you. And I feel like, I feel like, bro, honestly, like, I, I don't think I'm smart, so to say, but I feel like I just, I know, like, I've just found a way to learn things like fast because through, throughout, since COVID hit, bro, I've learned how to fucking fight, how to make music, how to fucking uh, film shit and just all the other school shit. So like, I feel like I've trained my mind to think about things like problem solve. And I feel like learning, like when you learn a lot of stuff or you try or you seek out to learn a lot of things, like your brain just starts catching on to things. And that's why I feel like it's important. Learning is a skill itself. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's important to exercise. And I feel like people do not exercise it nowadays because, I mean, I don't hang around people in their spare time, but like, I know, I, I mean, I, I just see what people around me do in their spare time. And it's like, what are y'all learning though? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you're just doing stuff, like you're scrolling through stuff, but what are you really learning? I feel like once, if you lose that, that's why it's so hard for old people to learn how to use phones when it's like, it's not that fucking difficult. Like you just haven't learned anything in 20 years. So your brain doesn't know how to catch on the same way. And they say that's how like you, that's really how you age. It's like, you just stop doing stuff. Yeah. And like, I really think like, bro, I think the internet might be like the thing that ends humanity. And like, I'm not saying like, and, and we can have this conversation like in a little bit, um, but because I don't want to like, you know, go off on this tangent because it's actually a really cool conversation. But I think the internet has has like ruined humanity. Unless like we're, we're, we are looking at reality and life in the wrong way as far as like everything's transcendence and we're not meant to be humans forever. But again, we can we can talk about that later. But as far as I think it's ruined humanity, I listened to um, Kendrick Lamar. Like, like I said, I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. So I've listened to like damn near every Kanye interview you can find on the internet. Damn near every um, 
Tyler Creator, Kendrick, uh, uh, Frank, like just all these big name artists. I listen to all these um, interviews or big like artists that I like, you know, not necessarily the biggest name artists, but um, I listen to their interviews and like they're saying the same shit that I'm saying. They're thinking the same things that I'm thinking. And I'm like, wow, like part of me, it's like reassuring. It's like refreshing because I'm like, damn, this is great because that means like I'm thinking the right thing. Like I know that I'm on the right path. But the other part of me, like, it's like, damn, like if there's already somebody there saying that the things that I'm saying, like there's no need for me, like, what's the point for me to like keep going or like try to be that if there's already somebody like that. So like, I realized I was like, you know, like these thoughts, this way of thinking that, you know, they have, it's probably not even nothing new. And the same for myself, it's probably like what great people have done or how great people have thought for the last like thousands of years. So it's like, now with the internet, I'm looking at interviews from 2013 and I'm like, I'm living in 2022. So like, they're talking about shit that's happening at the time in 2014, 2013. And like, I'm thinking of it as like, damn, what the fuck? Like that shit happened like last year or something in 2021. And, it, and that's what I mean. Like, it kind of fucks up the flow of reality. Meaning he would have said that at that time and it would have lived and died at that time. And it would have lived on in books and it would have been more powerful in those books as words than anything I would have heard or saw on TV. But now that I saw it and it's like, yeah, you recognize it's like some cold shit, but when you, the realest shit is, is the shit your parents tell you. The shit like you literally hear every day all the time from like multiple people that you think are just cliches. Those are the realest shit. The really reason you don't take it to heart and you don't think it's the realest shit is because you hear it so much. But if you were to, you know, like see that in writing in a book, you'd be like, damn, this is so profound. And I feel like it's the same thing with these interviews. Like I hear them saying that I'm like, this is some shit I've said before or some shit I could have said. Versus if I would have read that, I would have been like, wow, like it would have really moved me in a different way. And that's why I really think like as great as the internet it is, it's really fucking society and mankind up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, fuck it. And we are back. Hope you guys are feeling this shit. We're back with the potty. What's good, y'all? Welcome <laughs> back from the commercial break. Um, yeah, so we left off, you know, if y'all don't remember. We was um basically talking about ignorance and knowledge and the internet and which is it better to be. Oh we were basically talking about the internet, but now <laughs> we open up this conversation of which do we think is better? And, you know, we can start off by talking about, do we think this era of the internet that we live in right now is better than the past? Or 
you know, like let's say 1950s or, um, you know, further back, you know, as far as talking about, um, you know, what's the word? Te technological revolution, not as far as societal, um, where society was in those times. What do you think is the best um, time period to live in? Probably now, just like, now. yeah, just cause we live in longer and like, you feel me? Like, I feel like the overall quality of health is is a lot better. And like, just probably the quality of just well-being. I just think sometimes we're too like- You think the quality of life is better now? than it was in the past yeah and i but i feel like we we get caught up in like our own hell and we think that it's worse than other times but like there was times bro and like niggas didn't have clean like we just started getting clean water like 100 years ago yeah and like that's just like something that we overlook just because it's an everyday thing but no time in society have we been like as advanced and like as healthy as we've been I mean, maybe if you go back to, like, when we was, like, Neanderthal or when, like, some people was, like, Neander whenever, like, caveman days or whatever you want to call it, like, very long ago, maybe they might have been healthier because it was just, like, meat diet, running to catch their food, fucking eating fresh plants. I mean, like, no, nah, I agree with you as far as, like, our advancements have definitely, to an extent, made quality of life the potential for quality of life better but i think as far as actual quality of life it's worse for the average person and again i don't know how people felt back then but like i look around today at people and i feel like people are so lost and like so just like they just hate life like so many people want to die and shit and it's like bro like like you said you know, we get caught up in living in our own hell. I think, you know, it's easy to forget um, when talking about certain things that, you know, everybody's life exists in their, their head, you know, reality is in your head. So if you think you live in, in the worst time ever, then by default, you're living in the worst time ever. Like, it doesn't matter whether your conclusion has any validity or not because how you think is how you're living your life in accordance to other people so if you really believe and think that this is the worst time ever and like you're in hell and like you would rather be alive because you know I see a lot of posts like people like I was I was alive during the 20s and 50s and shit and I think they mean like as far as the lifestyle not as far as um you know literally like socially but um you know like if if they think that in 2022 when they have you know the iphone 11 and the apple watch and the mercedes car and the flash screen tv that they're living in hell then they're going to be living in hell because that's the reality they've given themselves but i think and that's why i think you know too much knowledge is sometimes more dangerous than, you know, too little or, well, not, no, I ain't gonna say more dangerous than be too little because I always think ignorance is more dangerous than anything, but I think it's important to bring up like the possibility of like too much knowledge being detrimental to you because 
I just think about it like a lot of the problems we have today or issues we have today, people didn't have back in the 50s just because they had other things they had to focus on that were more pressing um, to life. And like when people say they'd rather live in the 50s, like that lifestyle, like I wonder, I'm like, are you talking about that actual lifestyle or just like how they felt? like where they were mentally or where you think they were mentally, you know? So, you know, personally, you know, I think the internet, I think like, you know, technology is a good thing, obviously. And I think for how I'm living, cause I, I kind of picture my, I think of myself as an old head. So I think that I would rather like be alive in like the eighties or nineties, just cause I feel like I would, fit in more I would like feel more comfortable as myself and fit in like now I feel comfortable as myself but like I know I don't fit in and shit and like that does like you know you can say you don't give a fuck as much as you want but like at, at the end of the day as a human you want to be fucking light and you want to yeah. like <clears throat> so um that's basically why I bring that up so yeah wh why don't you expand upon that like what what do you think about that like you know, um, uh, I don't I, like, I feel like sometimes or a lot of times in history or like when we think about history, we like to like only point out the good or like, or only think about the good. Like when you see things from the fifties or like from the twenties, I mean, they show bad shit, but most of it is like happy. You hear about the roaring twenties, you hear about, I don't know what happened in the fifties, but Maybe something happened in the 50s, too. I'm like saying, like, as far as, like, take all societal political shit out of it, just, like, lifestyle. I know that's... No, I'm going to get to it. Oh, okay, and I, So I feel like I feel like people don't think about, like, the mental health that people had back then, like, on an individual level. And I feel like... I can't... I don't know if it's worse or better because... I mean, you may hear people talk about the 80s or like, no, you may hear people who are older and they talk about, oh, it was way better back then. But like to all of us, it was way better back then. Like it was way better when I was a child. Like that's, I feel like that's just how maybe we just develop. But I, like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I still, I still like the era we're in. It's just a lot of like bullshit going on. But there's always bullshit in every single like, long span of time yeah you feel me like yeah if you, if you was born during the 80s and you was black you was going through a lot of bullshit like you was going through crack then you was going through like just hardcore racism then you had to go around then you had to go through a regular america nigga issues like 9-11 war in the middle east george bush no i'm just playing i don't know if george bush was that bad but george bush People say he was bad. I heard he was pretty bad. Yeah. But he probably was. Nah, nah. And and honestly, like, you bring up a great point. Like, you know, a lot, like, people like to think in hindsight a lot of the time and, like, mm -hmm. not think of, like, how people were thinking at that moment. And kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like, with our old pods like 
if you go back and listen to him now, you're going to be listening to him with the knowledge you have in 2022. Uh, we started with pause in 2020. So we were speaking with the knowledge we had in 2020. So me in 2022 probably wouldn't say the same things as, well, definitely, yeah, probably for the most part, I'm not going to say the same things I was saying in 2020, but I'm not going to go back and say my 2020 self was wrong because for who I was at the time, I was right. And like, you know, that, that just like connects to this because it's like, I don't know, I, as a person I am today, if I didn't know who I was, of course, and I just heard that, then I would think that person's wrong or I would think that person's right, depending on where they stand on the spectrum. Meaning like, you don't know how it was back then for people when all you see of the 50s is old cars. You don't know how it was for the nigga who had to take the bus because you don't have a car right now. So like, nigga, you was walking. Or about the niggas, like, you got to think about how long they was in war in the 1900s. Like, even on a global aspect, like, World War I, World War I was, like, the early 1900s. Then you had World War II in the 1930s, 40s. And then after that, you had the Cold War until, like, the 1990s. So these niggas was literally on bomb alert throughout the – damn near the whole century. That's cra- That's actually crazy when you think about it. That was damn near a whole century of war. Exactly. And it's like, that's a different what type of work, too. Because, like, the invention of the plane, like, kind of changed. There there was few, like, things that, like, when they got invented, it changed the landscape of humanity forever. Yeah. And that was, like, really the two big ones is planes and, and uh, computers. Those are the two big ones. And then, like, in there, you got, like, um, wheels, trees, you got phones, you got, uh, no, nah, I would say wheel is, like, also up there with the yeah. first. So, you, you got, got the wheel, then you got the, the airplane, then you got the computer. Yeah, those, like, the big three. Yeah. And then, like, in between, them, you got, like, the small shit. Because, like, I was going to put the car as, like, one of those big three, but, like, yeah, the car changed, like, the car was a great invention, but, like, the car only came about because of the horse. Like, that's why they have, like, this car engine has however many horsepower. We're always comparing it back to the horse. And that's how we <laughs> that's it. stupid as fuck. But, yeah, bro, like, like, what, what type of... 70 horsepower. Like, bro, so what the fuck? What that type of fucking measure is that? What type of <laughs> oh god that unrealistic like how am i supposed like to know needed. how strong any given horse is you know what i'm saying like so that oh but that's, god. <laughs> i was you thinking about that the other day i was like <laughs> nah because i saw um oh when i saw no no they um at the beginning it's like so this isn't like me um spoiling anything or nothing but like it takes place on like a ranch or whatever and they have horses and the dude's like getting on the horse and shit and like is about to ride it around and i'm just like wow that's crazy like we really like ride these things around then like i thought of cars i was like we really like judge cars off of how strong these niggas are like that's just dumb as fuck but um 
yeah like the airplane like we're not judging the airplane engine off of like how strong a car engine is or like it's its own thing the computer like the phone the phone is based off of the computer like the computer yeah. though is its own thing the wheel was its own thing and bro i honestly forgot where the fuck was going. no i i got i got you i got you so all of those things are things that change humanity yeah, yeah. from then it, so like the airplane and shit that made it to where bro we could literally fight your ass right now like yeah. wherever you're yeah. at and then the computer that was even more dangerous because now it we can fight your ass but but we could fight no not even that we could i'm talking about war we can not only fight you from anywhere we could fight you at any time and in the craziest way like think about computer hacking like you know how oh, yeah that's what i mean though oh oh i like, thought you oh it, it's changing reality because i feel like that's how they that's really the real war is like I feel like people get caught up in like the physical aspect of shit so much time that like they let the geniuses like plot and like if you give a genius enough time to think of a plot that shit will damn near be like unbeatable. You Hold on, me? I got a I got a I got a quote for y'all. Look, it wasn't the strongest slave that freed the slaves, it was the smart ones. Yeah. I mean, not no not freedom, but helped them the most. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean, like, and I feel like that's America's big, like, that's why we're not going to be on top for forever. Like, I don't, I don't know when it, we're going to lose it. I think, like, we're coming up on that time, not, not to say it's going to be in our lifetime, but I think definitely within the next 100 to 150 years, like, there's going to be a power shift within the global powers. And um, maybe even sooner than that, to be so honest. It might but, be in our lifetime, to be honest. Yeah, with how fast, with how fast shit I is hope moving not. now. I hope not. But, um, <clears throat> fuck, what was I about to say? <laughs> fuck, I just hey, lost. You... Bro, you. Nah, nah. Nah, you interrupt. Nah, I'm just. Nigga, no, but, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh. I really forgot what I was just about to say. Anyways. Hey, hey, no, wait, hold on. We do got something special for y'all. We didn't let y'all know earlier, which we should have. But look, y'all, we got we got a special thing for oh, y'all. No, 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 no. I, I remember what I was gonna fucking say. My bad. I just I just like I don't wanna lose it. So like I, I said with reality, like the smart people they plot, right? So if you give them a long enough time to create a plot, it's going to be down there unbeatable. And with America, we've like lived on this guise of since we like was the first ones with the nuke, which like that was another staple in reality, which it wasn't as big as the invention of the airplane. Because the thing about it, you would have created the nuke before the airplane was made. Like, okay. You have a big ass bomb. How the fuck is you gonna get it over to wherever you gonna you gonna ride? You gonna put it on the ship? So like, if it, a big wave hit it, it's just gonna blow the whole ship up. So like, the airplane like really made warfare. Like it changed everything. The nuke, if you think about it, it's, it's just another weapon. You can compare it to another bomb. So it didn't really revolutionize the world. So that's why America, we're able to. 
which if, if you really think about it, we haven't like in like the when you think about all of time, like America's only been top dog for like how long? A couple hundred years, and we're about to lose it. Which I mean, we were the un- underdog, obviously, but we're about to lose it because I feel like we're moving out of that age of where, you know, it matters that you're the strongest dude on the block. And this whole time, like places like China, yeah, I know China for sure. I was going to say Japan, but I don't know if Japan's doing it. But China, uh, Russia, they've been like plotting for like literally generations on how to take over this shit like mentally especially in china like these niggas are so like the average nigga in china is so smart i don't think like niggas like realize like in comparison to like the average american the average chinese nigga how much smarter that nigga is than the average american like think of the average american like I'm saying, like you think think of the average nigga, you know. Yeah. Well, not even the think of the dumbest nigga you know. Okay. That is like the average American. Because the dumbest person is probably not even like the average American. Like I heard, um, and I don't know like how you know quantifiable this is, but like I heard somebody say one time, um, they was like, find the dumbest person you know and realize that the average person is 10 times stupider than them in America. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to- that's fucking true. Yeah, that's why I don't know if like, that's true. But then like, I see videos of like, people asking people shit that just be outside. So like actual regular people, not people that be on the internet. Cause if you think about it, the internet's not that it's only like available to a billion people worldwide. There's 7 billion. So not even a fourth of the entire world has ever been on the internet type shit. Or for, for fucking sure, not even half of the entire world has ever been on the internet. So like when I see people in real life, like they answer questions and they say shit that I would think is like retarded. And like they say it like, heartedly believing it and like not thinking it's dumb i'm like damn maybe like the average person really is dumb as fuck but i'm just saying that because like bro but you gotta think about it way dumber than like but you gotta think about it but you also gotta think about it how many people did they ask and how many did they post like they're not gonna post the nigga saying uh even a a, a close the right answer but even like a close to wrong answer like they going they gonna upload the most exciting stupid ass one, right? So I, so I feel like that's I mean I I mean I, I no I definitely feel you like I feel like America's been winning all these Olympic gold medals but you know products have been coming from China nonstop. That's what I'm saying. So, like we got the yeah. NBA, but like if we imported all of they our- look they we got the NBA they got NBAs. Exactly. But, exactly. you know, and I think that that's a great segue into our, our last um, topic for this podcast. And it's something we were talking about a little bit earlier. And that's being great for today versus for, for the long run. Playing the game for, you know, 
the right now versus for the forever, right? And, you know, I always go back to music. You can never either make hits that are going to hit the radio right now, like radio hits, or you can make shit that's going to last, like Beethoven. And I I mean, I don't know if, like, niggas during Beethoven's time was like, this shit was... Oh, that's probably like... <laughs> uh, probably like <laughs> or like Shakespeare, for instance. Like, his, niggas thought his shit was whack as fuck while he was alive, supposedly. And, like, now he's, like, literally one of the greatest writers to ever exist, if not the greatest. So do you think it's more important to be great today during your lifetime because you know it's what you're going to experience and it's about your quality of life and how you feel or do you think it's like more important to put that on the back burner to try and create for the future and for niggas you never even gonna meet well here's here's how i look at it right i look at it like i want my kids to be like well off super well off right so in order to do that, I got to I gotta get, you know what I'm saying? I got to do what I got to do for the right now. So in the future, I got what's needed for what's later, for what comes later. Feel me? That way, it is no right answer. It's just the yin-yang. I'm blending both of them, putting them together, making the perfect recipe. I don't have to pick a side. People make you want to pick a side. You don't have to pick a side. No, no, that's facts. I feel like we're kind of getting to that that like time right now especially like right now with the internet you see it with tyler you see it with you know uh donald you know like they're they're two people that i can fully say like they like really doing what they want and like charles gabino he said something cold as fuck and like it kind of like just like helped me turn that switch even more and he was like the people that you think are great, they're not great or they're not like just that much like better than you or something along those lines. He was like, it's not that they're that great. It's just that they're trying to be the best version of themselves um, that they can be at that time. So he was basically like, it's not that they're like some God or some prophet or something. They're just trying to be, um, the best um, they're just trying to be put the best stuff out that they can be um the best version of themselves they can and like when he said like that it kind of like got to me on a human level where I was like these people like I'm looking up to like they really just like me like this nigga is just trying to make good music that he likes and when I listen to like wolf or like because of the internet or uh, graduation. Um, I'm listening to it in like now in the 2000s, 2020, That's so weird to fucking say. But because um, <laughs> I remember like when it was like 2015. But like when I'm listening to those albums now, like I can listen to them and be like, wow, that's so beautiful. Like, but it's already been done. But at the time they put it out, like they were really just putting out shit that that that's not shit that people are doing. Like when Kanye put out Yeezus, nobody was putting shit out like that at all. When Donald Glover put out uh fucking because of the internet, nobody put out shit like that at all. When, same thing with Tyler and the shit he was putting out. 
So I'm like, when I think of shit, and I, I, I look at um, those albums, I'm like, yeah, I want to make music like this. Like, that sounds cool. Which, which that is now like the wave nowadays. I'm like, damn, they were comfortable enough with themselves to like really push, push doors open that like people are now like making livings off of. And like Tyler said that about um his fucking, but I'm really becoming like a music geek, low key. But Tyler said that about his uh, fuck, what was it? What's the album that came after Wolf Cherry Bomb album? He was like, people hated that shit at the time, but now like there's a whole subgenre of like Cherry Bomb tart type rap. And I was like, damn, this nigga like really offered just making some shit he liked and just following what he believed made like really created something. And that's like the coded shit. So I think like it's definitely best, you know, long story story. I think it's best to be um try and create something that's gonna like stand forever and like, you know, not necessarily you're doing it with the intent or kind of with the intention depending on how, like what type of person you are because I feel like if you're some people if they do it with that intention it can come out great but some people would be too in their head about it and like it might try and be too woke or something it won't be like as organic as it needs to be but like I think that when you put something out you should always try and put out the greatest thing you can and that's what like I was trying to do with my YouTube videos like about a month ago, month and a half, two months ago. And that's why it would take me so long to edit the videos because I would be like, I'm trying to put out the greatest shit. So I would like I would rewatch the videos like nine times before like I exported it to be posted from start to finish. Just so like I want every second, every like beat drop to be perfect. But now I'm like, I'm realizing like I don't really gotta do that for YouTube videos. Like, but I was treating them like movies at first because like I was like looking at this shit as like literal art. And I feel like for me personally, the artist that I wanna be, the creative that I wanna be, I'm always gonna make stuff that I want to last and people to come back to rather than like you listen to it today and it's like really but never again after that. Yeah. No, that's that's the, that's the, that, in hindsight, in, in, in history, that's the shit that matters. You know I mean? Like, ain't nobody, <clears throat> there's a lot of, like, people we know who, like, I mean, I know personally, but, like, people that we grew up, they was making good music for the moment, and then they just, what happened to so-and-so? Exactly. Like, Freddie Wap. And it was the yeah. biggest thing on the world for, like, yeah. Now he just like nobody even talk about. Him. Yeah, and like it's crazy because people, and I really be feeling like kind of old sometimes because if we were to talk to some kids in like damn probably middle school, they wouldn't even know who Fetty Wap is, and we'll just be like, damn, this nigga Fetty Wap came and took over music for like two months. Oh God, <laughs> it's like it's kind of crazy. But yeah, yeah, man. Um, that that was pretty much all I had, though, man. You got anything else? 
Nah, man. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, you know what I'm saying? Keep keep learning. Hey, you know, actually, yeah, I do have something to say. I started uh listening to like, bro, like it's gonna sound kind of crazy, but I started listening to like bedtime stories or like shit that like like music, like like classical music before I go to sleep. And I ain't gonna say it help it's helping me sleep better, but I like it. You know what I I'm think, saying? If you guys want to try it, if you guys want to listen to us as a bedtime story before you go to sleep. Tight. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we and, and we're gonna end this off with a bedtime story, right? But um to that point, I think that it definitely probably is helping you sleep better. Like, are you having more dreams? Nah, I I I, I just been able to sleep longer. Like I almost slept 10 hours like the other night. That was like the longest I've ever slept in my life. Oh, but you're not like having dreams. I mean, I'm having. I have dreams every night, though. Like it's that I've I've always had dreams every night. But I got a bedtime story. If 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 I you I got it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, hold on. I'm gonna set it up like a like they really going to sleep. Hello, everybody. Hope you're all snuggled up in your in your bed in your onesies. And uh, tonight I have a bedtime story for you. It's called How the Sky Got Her Stars. So a very long time ago, this was way, not way before humans, but humans just weren't around. I don't know where they were yet, but they just weren't there. And basically all animals lived in complete harmony. The bears, the deers, the lions, the hyenas, the elk, the uh the boars everybody nobody ate meat nobody ate each other they just ate plants <clears throat> for real it yeah and then right and then this bear had tripped and fell and accidentally took a bite of a deer and from that day on well no hold on then the deer i mean the bear ended up liking it so then he went to go tell the whole all the other animals and then they started eating meat. And then the ones that couldn't eat meat because they weren't strong enough, fast enough, just didn't have it in them, they got ate and became the prey. So then the gods came down and was furious at the earth. Because mind you, at this point, at this time in history, there was no such thing as night. It was just day, 24-7. So the gods came down and were like, because of that, we're going to put a blanket over the world, right? So they put a blanket over the world. So it became what we know as night 24-7, right? Then the animals, they didn't like it. So they ended up teaming up and, I, and they really teamed up. I mean, the birds started flying. The monkeys would throw the, the birds in the sky so the, so the birds could hit the blanket and take a bite out of it. And that's how we got stars. But back to the story. So the gods were like, oh, okay, these niggas are starting to work together. We can make, you know what I'm saying? Maybe the kingdom is coming back together. So they told him, you know what we're going to do, guys? We're going to leave the world unblanketed for half of the day. And then for the other half, we're going to throw the blanket on. Good night.